Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Information visit birchtree.org. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% All right, we're getting on a little, we'll go for a walk this afternoon. It's really nice weather out. Walk down memory lane to War Memorial Stadium through the years. With someone who actually knows a little more about it than we do. His name is Kelly Bass. Kelly is um, seasoned journalist and uh, man about town. And he will join us coming up in a bit. And a couple of things here quickly. U.S. Open's underway. The tennis version. Novak Djokovic back after missing the last couple. And one in straight sets in his opening match. 23-time Grand Slam winner. Got it done. And stay tuned. We'll see if he can claim number 24. Also, some complaints coming out of New York. And it's the smell of weed. They play on the hardcore, but they're worried about the grass there. Um, A player from Greece, Maria Sicari, complained about the strong smell of pot during her 6-4-6-4 first-round upset loss. She said, the smell. I think it's from the park. It wasn't the smell that affected the score in any way. It was just a comment because I didn't expect to smell it. But it has nothing to do with the match. You don't really think about it because all you care is to win the match. I smelled it, but that was it. It was not something I paid attention of. So she says. She said it was smelling on Sunday when I was practicing there. It's irrelevant. But she still brought it up. Yeah. It mattered so little that she wanted to talk about it. Smoking weed up in the stands while you're watching the U.S. Open? It's cool? That's what you're into? I thought that was an interesting uh, turn of events. I found an interesting tweet for you and Saints fans. You know the news that we uh, passed along earlier today. Will Lutz has has been traded to the Denver Broncos. That means the kicker position was won by former Red Wolf Blake Groupie. Luke Johnson covers the Saints for the uh, New Orleans Picayune. He was told by one source that Will Lutz's trade to the Broncos was not made with salary considerations in mind. They believe, New Orleans believes, Blake Groupie won the job outright in camp. Hmm. Not a salary move, not a salary dump, just got a better better kicker. Well, they have to say that, don't they? But I'll take them at their word. We'll find out in a a week or so. Because Lutz is... (sighs) Up and down for the Saints, would you say? He has been phenomenal. He did not have a very good year last year. He had his, I think his worst year statistically last season, but it was also a year where it was a little easy to lose your focus. Yeah. So, but no excuse for a kicker. You're still a pro and you're still getting paid. Yeah, I'm excited for Groupie. And obviously, tomorrow Davis is back, and we talked about Merritt. I don't know what his status is currently, but that's a pretty cool story for sure. I think the cuts are due today at 3.30 to the NFL. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just seeing something. They're talking about um, the running back, Taylor, and making a decision on him mm-hmm. today, too. So, <clears throat> for Indy. Uh, let's do some entertainment. We'll uh, do a little War Memorial walk down memory lane later in the show. And I got a top ten list if we have time, but I don't know if we're going to have time. We're all going to find out together. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sword Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell and Sword's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Well, we got some tour news for those of you who are interested. Zach Bryan is going on tour, the Quitting Time Tour. And he's got some superstar support. It's a 10-month trek that includes a visit to North Little Rock Simmons Bank Arena. Cheryl Crow, Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, Turnpike Troubadours attending certain shows. It kicks off March 6th in Chicago. But again, tickets about to go on sale here in North Little Rock. I don't have exact details on that, but another coming soon. And they start under 60 bucks, I believe, so reasonably affordable by today's standards. 
I had dinner last night. <coughs> Congratulations. With, I did too. With some friends. And they all said that will sell out in no time. Um, they're better, you know, bigger fans, country music fans than me, so I had no idea. The, the guests he's bringing to North Little Rock, the Middle East and Levi Turner, and I'm not familiar, but I probably should be. Pre-sale registration starts now. It ends September 7th at 9.30 p.m. ZachBrianPresale.com. Tickets regularly go on sale September 8th at high noon. They start at $59. There's a six-ticket limit. And he is doing not one but two shows in North Little Rock, the 13th and 14th of May next year, 8 o'clock. Six-ticket limit. Okay. What was that? Ticket resale. See how much we can make. You think he's going to sell out two shows that fast, huh? I need to know what days of the week that is. Probably not good enough for the profit we're looking for. May 13th and 14th. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. Thank you very little, Zach Bryan. But to your point, I don't think people are going to freak out about that. I imagine that will be well attended. Uh, Adam Sandler's got a new movie out. It's called You Are So Not Invited to My Bar Mitzvah. And now his top-rated movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. And he's barely in it. Is that good or bad? It's good. Oh. So far, fresh score, 96%. Surpasses Hustle with 93%. Hustle, what's that about? Is that the basketball movie? That was the basketball one. That was a good one. Um, the story says he's only got a minor role in the movie. He also produced it. He plays the father of two teenagers, played by his real-life daughters, Sonny and Sadie. When he won the Mark Twain Award, I saw them. That was the first time I'd ever seen them before. So, I don't know. Check it out. Uh, Pee Wee Herman's memorial went down over the weekend, which would have been his 71st birthday. Star-studded indeed. Conan O'Brien. David Arquette. Um, S. Apatha Merkerson. Do you guys know who that is? Nope. She played the captain on the original Law & Order. Mm-hmm. You'd know her face if you saw her, I bet. Other celebrities? Uh, Fred Armisen, Aaron Paul, Jennifer Coolidge, who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Kevin Pollack. Weird Al Yankovic was there. Seems like Weird Al and Pee Wee would be tight together, yeah? Judd Apatow, Jimmy Kimmel, and others. Anyway, it was a great show, apparently, or quite a great uh, memorial to the one and only Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens. R.I.P. Coming out this week at the theater, you've got, uh, I think, more of the same. We don't know if we have any new ones this week, Christian. Have you seen? I can't think of any new ones. Barbie and Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, still all in theaters. Gran Turismo with another week after winning last week with about $17 million. So, I wonder if football affects movies, right? Surely. Can't help, right? Opening weekend of college football, I can't believe that would be the best time to release a movie. I'm guessing the summer blockbuster season's over, but might get something maybe around the holidays, yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Maybe a good Philip Martin question. The Equalizer 3 comes out this Is this that new? Friday. Okay, I didn't know that was new. New Denzel Washington. All right. I like the... Uh, Original, I think. I never saw the second one, but I did like the first one. I'm thinking of Man on Fire, but I did see Equalizer 2, I think. This is a weird story. Caught me completely off guard. Uh, Arena Shake. Who have we talked about her dating lately? I don't remember. Former athlete. Tom Brady? Tom Brady. But apparently she's been hanging out with her ex-boyfriend, Bradley Cooper, on a recent vacation. (laughs) But they have a kid together, and some people are suggesting that maybe... It was just like a co-parenting thing. Yeah. But they were at the beach. Yeah. Separate they houses? They got together to take their kid to the beach. That's weird. <laughs> she posted a picture of Bradley on the beach. Was the kid there? I don't know. The picture? I didn't see the kid's picture. It was just a picture of Bradley? Picture of Bradley on the beach, picture of her on the beach, or her like posing on some rocks from the same trip, clearly. Hmm. Weird deal. Weird deal. Maybe the Tom Brady thing was uh, short-lived. Now, there was stories we read, and you never know how true those are, that Bradley was not thrilled about the prospect of her hanging out. He's an Eagles favorite member, too. Mm-hmm. And she rooted against Tom's Patriots back in the day. Yep. We recently talked about French toast, pancakes, and waffles. I'll tell you what I'm in the market for. I was thinking about this this morning when I woke up. I don't know why, but I was. I want a waffle maker that makes thin waffles like Waffle House. Not the big Belgian waffles. I want more of a thin waffle. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then if I want to make a waffle sandwich, perfect. It's hard to make a waffle sandwich out of a Belgian. You can do it. It's filling. It is too much. So I want to make some pecan waffles at home, but I want a th- I need to find a waffle maker that makes small waffles. Perfect. I got up Saturday morning, made pancakes because hey. of our talks. Did you put anything in them? No. I too made pancakes Saturday morning, blueberry. Hmm. 
little touch of cinnamon. What do you make Lovely. a sandwich of these pecan waffles? Um, I hadn't gotten that far, but, you know, I could see, like, uh, yeah, maybe do, like, a ham and egg and cheese sandwich on a waffle. I mean, that would be pretty damn good, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe I'll make some. If I can find a waffle maker this week, and I'll maybe I'll make some and bring them in. You guys would eat those. Um, IHOP is introducing now a new biscuits menu. No. It's a breakfast place, maybe. <clears throat> Wes is like, I am I'm not going to get... Yeah. I'm going for pancakes. I'm going for pancakes, too. I will tell you this, free plug for a place that I don't think they advertise, but they did come to the beer festival. There's a new, relatively new place called Marty's Place in Maumel, and they do brunch. It's right on the boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a biscuit that is real good. Hmm. And they have a biscuit sandwich, breakfast sandwich, that is fantastic on their brunch menu. Buddy, I'm telling you, make it a priority next time you go. And they also have a cool little mimosa flight. They bring in like four little juices. They're kind of creative. Yeah. It's pretty good. Huh. Anyway, biscuits, clown town. Anyway, at IHOP, brisket, uh, bre- bre- breakfast biscuit sandwich... Chicken biscuit sandwich, fresh strawberries and cream biscuit. That doesn't sound like something I want. Fresh strawberries and cream biscuit combo. Do you want strawberries and cream with your biscuit? Is that no. a, is that a uh, European thing? Or is that no. a thing that I missed out on? Buttermilk biscuit and gravy combo. There we go. Now you're talking. And uh, just a plain old buttermilk biscuit. And Wes is like, that's all great. You guys have those. I'm going to have pancakes. Like a normal person. I don't even order like bacon or anything when I go to... Uh-huh, I just get you pancakes. just get pancakes? I just get pancakes. You don't get eggs or meat or anything? No. They're, dude, don't sleep on their omelets. They're phenomenal. You wouldn't like them, probably. Probably wouldn't. But I like omelets. Mm-hmm. Their omelets are really yeah. good. I always get the omelet with a side of pancakes. Pancakes. Maybe I'll try the biscuit. I don't know. Um, let's see. Barbie in the news again. On Monday, the movie passed up the $1.342 billion grossed globally by Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Part 2, to become the top-grossing film in the history of Warner Brothers. When you don't inflate for inflation. Barbie's domestic gross through Sunday was $592.8 million, foreign tally $745.5 million. The record's broken by Barbie. Are numerous. Barbie passed up Illumination and Universal's runaway blockbuster, the Super Mario Brothers movie, at the domestic box office to become the top-grossing title of 2023 as well. One of the all-time greats. One of the all-time greats. I started thinking about this yesterday. There's no way they don't do a Barbie too, right? You gotta do a yeah. sequel, ill-advised or not. Like just from a financial standpoint, it's mm-hmm. your duty. You've got to do it. If it only makes a half billion dollars, you yeah. got to do it, right? You have to. Yeah, Warner Brothers. They Bro- make Grease well, too. You got to do Barbie too. I'd say they they have their writers working on that right now, but yeah, they don't. No, they don't. Oh, see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Can you work if you don't actually publish anything? Can't you work at home, like in your free time? You're a creative person. You can't you be creative at home and not like make money off of it. The original writers of Barbie are working on it while they're on strike. Yeah, they're just home working on stuff, socking it away for a rainy day or whenever the strike ends. Yeah. I think a lot of people will go as Ken and Barbie for Halloween. Yes. Be huge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go as Mr. and Mrs. Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'm not going to do both. Uh, Aqua, the band, has seen an opportunity. And they're not afraid to take advantage of it. Their, their song, Barbie Girl, is leading to a world tour. World tour. Where they actually go around the world. Not like a world series where it's just in the United States. 20 dates. Okay, I lied. They're actually just in the United States. Really? They called it a world tour, but it's just in the United 100% States. 100% true, I swear to you. <laughs> the tour is called Barbie World. Okay. It, it kicks off November 12th in Seattle and wraps up December 20th in Hollywood. Well, that's... There's going Western Seaboard, I guess? Is that song in the movie? No, uh, there's a... I don't know. It's sampled in a I Spice and Nicki Minaj song. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Um... I thought you were going to see it. I was. I had a chance to go see it on Sunday. Take that back. I had a chance to go see it on Saturday. I was having such a good time not doing anything. I just I couldn't drag myself away. I'm telling you, I'm so addicted to suits right now, too, playing catch-up. I mean, I got on way late. I don't, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to watch suits now. Hmm. I'm so mad at that mic right now, a little jerk. Would you spend $5 to go see Aqua if they were in Woodrock? Yes. 
I don't think I would. I would spend more than $5. What's the venue? I don't know. That depends. The hall? Okay. If they played a smaller venue, I'd for sure do it. This is the only song they have, and it sucks. They don't only... They have other songs. We just don't know them. them. No one knows them. Right. Wes, you're not going to go. No. no. Wes is like, how much are you going to pay me to go? Exactly. You probably have to pay me to go. How much? How long is it going to take? Well, the show will be an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Uh, 200. I'm thinking like a 100. I'm thinking like I would pay 50 bucks to go see them. It's uh, aqua. (laughs) My time is precious. You wait three hours in here every day. How important can it be? I get paid for it. What? That's true. I have to drive from Bryant to get here, and then I have to spend an hour and a half of torture. You guys are all going to be dead soon. Let's enjoy our time on Earth. Let's have as many enriching experiences or unenriching experiences as we can. It's not enjoyable. I don't know. I don't know any of their other songs. Maybe you're going to be blown away by ten of their other songs. You have no idea what else is in their catalog. I don't either. Uh, Drea DiMatteo, who played Adriana on The Sopranos, has a new gig. She is not joining the band Aqua. She is joining the website OnlyFans. So those of you who had a thing for her back in the day... Before she started doing all the drugs and they had a whacker. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, Fifteen bucks a month if you want to be an OnlyFans member of her her deal. I don't know what all she's doing on there, but I imagine you can do the math. I'm out. I'm going to spend that 15 bucks somewhere else. At an aqua show. That's right, buddy. King Charles in the news. I think if you really cracked his, his head and got in there and really dug around, not literally, like you'd find some pretty weird stuff. Like growing up a royal, especially in the era that he did, when you could almost get away with murder. Look up uh, Jimmy Seville or Jimmy Savile and see what the uh, royals were doing. They covered this guy. He was. Said, said Jack the Ripper? No, he oh. was. He was like a pedophile. Oh, yeah, the, the, the yeah. TV. He was a TV host, right? Yes. Yes. He was a pedophile and all kinds of stuff, and the yes. royal family kind of covered it up. Hmm. Well, um... Allegedly. He's a Allegedly. Pe- yeah. Yes. He still travels with a childhood teddy bear, according to Christopher Anderson, the author of an upcoming book called The King. He's had it since he was a small child. That's normal, right? Mm-hmm. For a guy to travel with a teddy bear that he's mm-hmm. had since a kid. Sure. He's 70-ish. And he's a king. Do you think when he forgets it, he throws like a big tantrum? He's like, where's my teddy bear? (laughs) (laughs) I want to believe that he does. He also claims that the king insists on traveling with a custom-made toilet seat. Understandable. King Charles is allegedly denied this claim, but according to the author, he brings his own chef when he dines with others and will eat separate meals than his guests. He wants to eat what he wants when he wants it. Sounds well, he's the king. It's good to be the king. And one of the funniest quirks, apparently, they don't like square ice cubes. They carry ice cube trays that they have brought with them wherever they go. They don't like the clinking sound that square cubes make. So I guess they have a round ice cube mold that they carry. I have one. Thank you, Wes. Uh, I don't know. Odd. Now, if they were uh, traveled with sonic ice everywhere, I'd understand that. Sure. Yeah, that's, some good that's a whole different story. That is. I'm not a big sonic ice guy. <gasps> I know. What? I know. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just telling you how I feel. I don't like... The only time I like small ice presentation is in a uh, Moscow Mule. Hmm. It is easier to eat that way, though. I don't eat a lot of ice. Uh, I'm not sexually frustrated, but thanks for asking. I don't know why people are eating ice. What are you eating ice for? There's a lot of things you can eat. Uh, a lot of times you're iron deficient if you eat ice. Also, when I see the little ice, it makes me think of rat poop. I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't like it. I like big cubes. Big cube guy. Usually when I finish my drink, I'll eat the ice. going to say anything else. All right. Let's do this. <clears throat> Birthday time. 661-1037. We have, Christian, four tickets. Four tickets. I bet... Um, Kelly will come up with a trivia question and give away another pair of tickets to the Razorback game okay. later today. Four tickets to the Arkansas football game against Western Carolina. I wish I had four tickets to Peyton Manning, but I don't. I don't even have one ticket. 661-1037. You want to go to the ball game for free? Now is the time. Family of four, let's go.
Day Trivia in the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Morrillton. All right, Joe and Jordan are on with Wes and Christian, respectively. I'm going to tell you guys this. Mark it down. What's today? Today is 29th. the 29th of August. 829 is one of the top five worst birthday days oh. of the year, although one of my all-time favorite actresses is celebrating a birthday today. Now, I'm not saying she's been in a lot of great stuff, but I do think she's a very good actress, and I also think she's quite fetching. Eva Green. No, but she also applies, Christian. That's a great point. She is a brunette, though. She has been in such films as Spy Kids, Sin City, American Gangster. She plays the disgruntled ex-wife. Disgruntled ex-wife of, uh, what's his face? The cop. Who plays the cop? Is it uh, Russell Crowe? Yep. Thank you. Uh, Not at the Museum, Righteous Kill, and she played Amanda Daniels. Briefly, in a season on an Entourage. I've seen a rival agent that stole Vinny's heart and his business from Ari Gold. And then they had a big fight at uh, a restaurant one night when they were talking about bringing an NFL team to L.A. And Ari really showed his butt. It's one of the more uncomfortable scenes in Entourage history. And I've seen some weird stuff in there. Nobody? Carla Gugino? Oh, no. You guys are pathetic. I never would have guessed. 52 and beautiful and talented. All right, this woman is an actress. She was in Risky Business and The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Rebecca DeMornay. Kaboom! Got that one just like no problem? Well, yeah. Weird. She's She's been in two films. How old is she? Oh, she's been in more than that. Name me one more. I'll have to Google it. You can't think of one. She's been in two, or more, but there's only two that people have seen. Go ahead. How old is she? Um, What'd you say? What'd you say? Rebecca Domain. Yeah. He didn't say. How old? 60. Nope. 61. Four. Ooh. All right. This is how pathetic today is. This is our last Mm. person. Mm. She was a teen bride. She married the guy from, uh, what was the movie with uh, the Stephen King flick? There's been quite a few Stephen King yeah. flicks. Well, the one, you know, the she is a teenager. She married the guy who was a full-grown man. Uh, Hutchinson, Hutchinson, maybe is his name, actor. He was in, uh, what's the one with the, the guy has the moths fly out of his mouth at the end? I didn't like it that much. Oh, Green Mile. Yeah. Green Mile, thank Green you. Mile. I know I'm in the minority. I didn't like it. Get off me. How old is he? Or who is she? Oh. Does anybody know? <laughs> I'm telling it's a bad day. Oh, no. She's famous? She was for about 45 minutes. Courtney Stodden? No. Remember? You don't remember the teen bride, Courtney Stodden? No. Kelly, you neither? I did not know. Shocked at you. Mm -mm. Anyway, she is... uh, Who was she married to? Doug Hutchinson. He was in Green Mile. He's been in other movies. You don't remember this whole... It was a controversy for like two years. I wasn't alive when that movie came out. You were. When she was going through... I mean, that doesn't mean I should probably about She's about your age. She's 29. All right. To settle this one out on a horrible birthday day... Michael Jackson is dead. I'm sorry to tell you guys this. But today is his birthday. I'm happy to tell you that. If Michael Jackson weren't, in fact, dead today, how old would Michael Jackson be, Christian? Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. He would be... Got to guess on that one. Okay. 69. Nope. 65. 68. 65, actually, is the correct answer. Wow. Very good, Wes. You were closer. Oh. Wes, you get the point. Hold it. And jo- I, I got it. Well, you're not playing. You oh, just I'm came sorry. in at the last minute, but that's All okay. Right. I appreciate it. Well, I'm batting one for one. You are. <clears throat> if we were playing, yeah. you would have won, actually. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. I said that one. That's two movies. Yeah, that, that was one Thank of you, the two Wes. movies. Appreciate you not oh, listening. Oh, Backdraft. Uh, no. Backdraft was a great movie. I think I've seen that. The yeah. firefighter movie? No, Backdraft's yeah. a really good movie, but Rebecca DeMornay does not come to mind when I think of Backdraft. Well, you said she's only been in two movies. Okay, she's been in three movies. I stand corrected. Sorry. The Slugger's Wife? No. Runaway Train? No. You're just pulling stuff out of your ass now. The Trip to Bountiful? All right, we've talked enough now. You know what? If you're not going to listen, you don't get to talk. That's the rule. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back in a second. Don't drive drunk like uh, Wes does radio um pay attention to what's going on and uh make sure you get yourself in check especially around labor day they're going to be cracking down as you know and if you got big plans this weekend that's great going to tailgate cool 
you're going to start a little earlier, and uh, maybe you'll have a little, maybe an extra Bloody Mary too many. So go ahead and make plans to get home safely, and don't be driving around. We don't want you to spend your Labor Day weekend in jail. That's no way to do it. You don't want to be restricted to driving with an ignition airlock. You don't want to give money to a um, to a lawyer, and you certainly don't want to go to jail. That is just a horrible way to spend the weekend. I'm, I'm quite sure, but I've never done it, but I hear tell. Anyway, enjoy your holiday weekend. Think before you drink, drive sober, or get pulled over. It's a message from the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Again, we've been talking about it all day. We are going to take our walk down memory lane to War Memorial Stadium with Kelly Bass, who's got a unique perspective and a really cool Razorback sport coat. When we return in the zone, stay with us. Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Center. Arkansas football is now just four days away from kicking off their season against Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium. Coach Sam Pittman spoke to the media yesterday and talked about some of their goals for the season. I want to play our best ball. Uh, you know, there's some things that are concerning. That's uh, how we we played against Missouri State last year, obviously Liberty. That's a concern. Uh, we've talked a lot about we're not playing opponents. We're trying to play our best ball. Goal-wise, if we could do that, I think uh, wins and losses will take care of itself because I do think we have a talented team. And in FIBA World Cup news, Austin Reeves had 15 points, 5 rebounds, and 6 assists in just 17 minutes in USA's 109-81 victory over Greece. He joins LeBron James as the only USA players to have a stat line of 15-5-5 in a FIBA game. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elia's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elia's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Hey, it's Houston Nut. I'll be on Morning Mayhem every Wednesday this football season. We're going to get ready to hit that line and root on those hogs because we got the wood, y'all. And when you need a new pole barn, metal roof, or steel building, go see my friends at Reed's Metals of Benton where you can buy direct and save online at reedsmetals.com. Everybody, everywhere, has heard the endless offers to bring your current phone in and trade up for the latest model. Jump from iPhone 10 to iPhone 23. Switch from flip phone to Android. <laughs> You've heard it all, but you haven't heard this. This month at Guatney Chevrolet, trade your old phone towards a new ride. That's right. Why go trading your phone for another phone when you can trade a phone towards a car? During August, your old trade-in phone is worth $500 towards any car, truck, or SUV on the lot. And the best part is, everyone is getting approved this month, regardless of credit or your current situation. You might not have a down payment, but odds are you have an old phone. So don't upgrade your phone this month. Upgrade your ride instead by bringing it to Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Welcome back in the zone. Got a question for us? Ask it live on Fan Feedback on our text line at 501-661-1037. Or hit us up on Twitter at JustinAkery7, at Wes underscore more, and at Seaweaver1037. And we'll do our best to answer it for you. Welcome back. We're going to take a walk down memory lane with Kelly Bass on uh, War Memorial Stadium. And if you want to get a perfect marriage of history and current day fun, how about Hot Springs, Arkansas and Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort? 
the Nitty Gritty Dirt Man is playing next month, and Kelly's got a little background on them uh, from War Memorial back in the day, but they're playing September 10th. Blues Traveler on November 17th. A couple of other great shows in between there. Marcus King, I'm hearing nothing but good things about October 27th. May have to try to find a way to get down there for that one. And Buddy Guy, November 3rd. Tickets for that, oakland.com. You can book your room at oakland.com as well. Don't forget about the Astro Spa, great dining options. And, of course, there is live music at Pops Lounge every weekend. The Mainline Sports Bar, also a hot spot. They've got specials through the week. It is open year-round even when racing is off, even though it's over on the racing side. 90 large-screen TVs. Think that won't be popular this time of year, especially with a little sports book over there? Plenty of opportunities to make wagers and a great place to watch the ball game. It is the Mainline Sports Bar. It is Oakland. And, again, there's a lot of ways to have fun. We didn't even get into all the table games and the fact that, heck, racing will be here before you know it. So go by and see our friends down in Hot Springs. Kelly, thanks for coming in today. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, Justin. You were giving us kind of the, uh, I guess, the... I won't call it Cliff's Notes, but sort of the early part of your uh, your time at Warren Warrior literally grew up there. Yeah, my uh, my father, I have two older sisters, neither of whom cared about going to Razorback games, so my father started taking me. The first game I remember going to was in Fayetteville. It was the day after JFK got shot. Yes, I am old. And years later, I said to my dad, I remember my very first game was that game. He's like, oh, no, no, no. You've been to plenty of games. You just don't remember them because you were a little bitty and the president had just got shot. But then when I was in second grade, so this was 1967, the Hogs had a crummy team. They went 4-5-1, and one, but I got a job at War Memorial Stadium or my little red coveralls. My father was good friends and duck hunting buddies with the, with the uh, manager of the stadium. And my job, check this out, my job was to go in a few minutes before halftime, open up a case of Coke, cold Cokes, which they only had the 6.5 ounce with the raised letter Coke writing on them, and to open up a cooler of already sliced up oranges and walk around to the players as Broyles and other coaches spoke to them about halftime adjustments and handed out Cokes to sweaty Razorbacks. I was like, in heaven. And then after that, I don't know if I didn't do it right or what, but I didn't get to do that anymore. But so for a few years, I just had the job of showing up and finding a place to plop myself to watch the game, which I loved doing. And then in seventh grade, so that was the 71 season, I got to go to the press box. And so the press box, there was a guy that typed up all the play-by-play, just, you know, Jones up the middle for three yards, second and seven, blah, blah, blah. So the sports writers had something to reflect back on if they needed information and the statistics. And at the end of each quarter and at half and after the game, they would run those off on the old hand-cranked A.B. Dick mimeograph machine, and I would walk along. There was two of us. We would walk along and hand those out to the sports writers. Got $15, which was more money than I think I'd ever thought of having at age 12 in 1971. Got an HB barbecue sandwich and all the Cokes we could drink. And it was heaven. And But they had a no cheering rule in the press box. Mm-hmm. So we would run into the stairwell that connected all the connections of, and, and high-five and scream when something great happened like... <laughs> My first year, Joe Ferguson led the Razorbacks to 31-7 victory over t- the hated Texas Longhorns in the rain. In 75, we beat, uh, we, the Razorbacks beat Texas A&M. They were number two in the nation. They had a linebacker with a thick neck named Ed Simonini. Scott Bull was our quarterback. We ended up in the Cotton Bowl that year, and I actually got to go when we beat Georgia on January 1 of 76. So I had the dream life growing up going to games at, at War Memorial Stadium. What about musically? I mean, you're a guy that worked with hmm. Riverfest for a long time, so obviously you've got a great appreciation for live music. What What are some shows that you can remember seeing there over the well, years? Well, you know, they didn't do a ton of them, but I remember when I was, God, it had to have been, I was already, I think, working at the Gazette, so it had to have been in the, about 1980. Maybe it was in the, it was in the summer because it was boiling hot. Maybe summer of 79 or 80. It was called, I think, the Wild Hog Boogie. The aforementioned Ozark Mountain, no, the aforementioned Nitty Gritty Dirt Band right. were the headliners. And I think Nitty, I think Ozark Mountain Daredevils were there. Down the list were, I think the opening act was Jimmy Buffett. And then Jerry Jeff Walker. And then on up, and I can't remember all of them. But then the one that I, I was out of, you know, I was at the Arkansas Gazette. It got bought and closed in 91, and I moved to Springfield, Missouri. But I came back for the Rolling Stones in 94, and our friend, it was the old, you just dialed and hoped, no internet, uh, Ticketmaster. Maybe it wasn't even called Ticketmaster then. She got in on her second call, and we got eight tickets in the center of the eighth row. And so we sat right there watching the Stones. And as I think I said, well, I said, I couldn't see Mick's feet, but I could. Get, I had an ankles up view of him the entire show, and I really wasn't that worried about his feet. And that was a, a dreamy good show. Now, I didn't get there for some of the other big ones that have happened, but... Uh, 
it, 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 notable concerts, but mostly for me, it was about Razorback football. There are a lot of good ones in here, and people, you know, again, I've got former players, I've got parents of players. I mean, David's mother uh, weighed in. She says, watching the Hogs come down Markham in the buses and waiting at the gate to see David play 81 to 85. Little Rock games were only 12 hours for his for parents, for yeah. them, for being yeah. down in Florida. So that was a good trip for them. Uh, this comes in from Charlene watching the 69 games. My brother played safety, Dennis Burner. I remember him. Second choice, uh, Miracle on Markham. That's a good one, too. Uh, Doug Terry says, beating USC. So wasn't Dirt, Dirt Winston ran uh, Pat Hayden out of the back of the end zone. We beat him like 31 to 10 or something. First game of the season, we ended up 6 and 5. They ended up winning the national championship. What year did you get into sports writing? Or uh, into, really into, not into sports writing. I was working in the music side. I only did sports writing really in 90 and 91. Okay. But I, I, I got, let me, can I hop in with another story? Sure, please. So, I my father had season tickets, but at some point as he got older, those went away, and I ended up. I always went down and just found tickets out front. You know, there's always a hey, need two, need two. Right. Somebody's got some. Well, I had I'd made that work almost every time. It didn't work the first game of '84, which was Hatfield's first game against Ole Miss. I had a new girlfriend. Told her, don't worry, honey, we got this handled. Went down there, didn't get tickets. It, the romance kind of fizzled shortly after that. <laughs> um, we ended up tying them 14-14. But anyway, 89, Arkansas-Houston. I was actually working in D.C. I was on loan to USA Today. I had the greatest job. <clears throat> and I came back for the Arkansas-Houston game and just to see folks. They paid for a couple of trips home during that four and a half months. And I went down to get tickets. It was Andre Ware against Quinn Grovey. And I, we were number 12, and they were 15, or the other way around. We were both great. And I go down, and uh, I'm with my friend Doug, and I, we can't find any tickets. Can't find tickets. Can't find tickets. The game's about to start, and we get one ticket. I said, Doug, go to the game. When it's over, we, you know, I'll meet you at the car. Whether I get in or don't get in, I'll meet you at the car. So he goes in the game. I hear screaming. I think the Razorbacks scored first, but there's a touchdown. Everybody's going nuts. I'm about to give up. You know, the game's probably four or five minutes old. And a a woman appears and says, oh, you're looking for a ticket? And I said, yeah, I am. She goes, well, I got one. I think they were $15 was face value in 1989. I gave her the 15 bucks. I went in the stadium. The game was going. I walk up. It's in the south end zone, and it's an aisle seat. So I sit down in the seat. And pretty quickly, the guy next to me says, uh, you're in the wrong seat. And I said, I think I'm in the right one. Let me look. Is this section whatever? Yeah. Okay. Row whatever. Yeah. Seat whatever. Yeah. Here, I got the ticket. So, Where did you get that ticket? I said, I bought it off a woman out front. He said, that, you know what word he called her. They were on a blind date. Oh! <laughs> the couple next to him had set him up. Oh! She had said before they went in the stadium, hey, I got to run back to the car and put in my purse or do something. And then when she came back, she sold me the ticket and blew the guy off. Wow. <laughs> and, man, they were hot. He was super <laughs> hot. And they're all, and I'm, well, truth be told, you know, I'm sweaty. I'm wearing a threadbare Razorback shirt, some really cute, I'm sure, red gym sorts, some high-top red Converse, and I'm a sweaty mess, sweaty 300-pound mess. And so the couple starts saying to him, hey, check out your date. Woo-hoo, you got a hot date. Oh, man. And after a little of that, I said, look, guys, I'm so sorry. I bought a ticket. We're all hog fans. Let's just root for the hogs. And we got down to it. But, man, that's the craziest thing of how I ended up with a ticket. Pretty wild. Uh, Chris says, watching Alan Jackson and George Strait in concert. That's a pretty good one there. That's a really good one. Uh, Paul says, Tim Couch Kentucky game wasn't one of the biggest, but it went to the final seconds. That's certainly one that uh, we talked to Clint Sterner about last week. Yeah, well, you know, we ended up, whenever they have a good quarterback, we have to play them. They had Jared Lorenzen, you know, the the battleship Lorenzen, who was good, Mm -hmm. and we have to get Tim Couch. We had to get uh, Klingler for Vanderbilt. I mean, could we not have had one of their scrubs? We have to get the good quarterbacks. Was it no, no, Jay Cutler. Cutler, not Klingler. Klingler was Houston. Houston. Cutler, Jay Cutler. I'm in... Fayetteville, I think he hits the fourth and twenty. They end up beating us, and it was threw off his back foot all night long, right on target. And it was such a long ride back from Fayetteville, pre pre interstate. People talking uh, Eagles reunion tour, nineteen ninety five. Missed that one. My my wife was now now wife at the time was not. She was there. Uh, Didn't Elton John and Billy Joel play? Yes, yep. They did. They did. did. Mandy Welch, you may be familiar with, Mrs. Chuck Welch, says uh, Chuck and I are so classy. We had a rehearsal dinner there. Sweet. So that and the Billy Joel Elton John concert. A lot of people mentioned Miracle on Markham. Were you at Miracle on Markham? I was at both Markham? of them. Okay. I was at both of them, yeah. 
And I had a guy who had left early for the first one call me or text me and say, do not tell anybody I left. I said, it's too late, Bruce. I've told everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, at, ye, oh, ye of little faith. I was at the Miracle on Markham. I was not at the second one. I was at both. And I remember here, I think, I won't name names, but there's somebody we work with that left. And then there were people furiously, I'm sure, trying to get back into the stadium yeah. <laughs> after they realized that it wasn't over yet. But, I mean, again, I'd seen enough from Matt Jones that I was like, you never know with this dude. Anything could happen. Well, DeCorey Birmingham caught the first one. Who caught the second? Somebody. No, DeCorey Birmingham caught the touch. Oh, you're talking about the, the Miracles? Yeah. Second one was Landon uh, Crawford. Or London Crawford. Yeah, London Crawford, who had not been. Not a, a great not career. A, yeah, had dropped some passes. We had London on last fall. Oh, sweet. And he's in Florida now working at a car dealership in finance. Yeah. He was great. He was a good guest, though. He yeah. was. Yeah. I, I looked it up on Spotify today. He was really good. Okay, I got I got one one more for you. Unless you want to, I hope you got a bunch. And then we got, got we got an, uh, we can do a, a trivia question for tickets. Okay, so um, in 1991, um, the, the Jack Crow era. You know, he they, he le- Hatfield left in '90, and in '91, Crow came in and um, didn't wasn't going well. And we were playing. Oh, now, yeah, '91 maybe, was the Citadel game here. No, it was in Fayetteville. Okay, that was '92. Okay, and, and they lost. But that that season before. We were playing Texas, and I remember the date, October 19th, 1991. How do I know that date? Because on October 18th, the Friday before that game, the Democrat bought the Gazette and closed us down. Is that right? So here I am. I had gotten in July my dream job. I was at age 31. I became the sports editor of the Arkansas Gazette, oldest newspaper in Western Mississippi, oldest business in the state of Arkansas. I had my dream job. And then, uh, you know, that was July and October, we were closed. So I called Rick Schaefer, the um, sports information director at Arkansas, and I said, Rick, this is Kelly. He's like, hey, what's up? I said, well, as you probably heard, you know, we, we don't have a paper anymore. And I've got six front row center press box seats for the Arkansas-Texas game tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon. What do you want me to do? I said, I want you to come to the game and bring all your guys. That I said, you sure? You know, we don't have a paper. I can't, we can't write about it. Come on and go. So we all showed up. I mean, Paul Borden, Wadey Moore, Jim uh, Harris, Jim Bailey, me, and Kimber and Kim Brazil. So we all show up. I think Wadey has a pint of uh, whiskey in his pocket. <laughs> I'd got some cold beers down in the press parking lot for halftime chuggage. We go to the game, and everybody, Wally Hall, Bob Holt, all the guys were so gracious to us and so nice about what had happened. And it was a love fest, and Arkansas beat Texas 14-13. It was probably ah. the signature win of the short Jack Crow era. And I, not few, many years ago when Arkansas was playing Texas again, I called Rick Schaefer on, on drive time and said, I just want to thank you for that very classy act. Because he yeah. could easily have said, look, this is for work and press only. Sorry, it's been right. fun. So we got to go to that game and just sit there and watch the game. I just wonder if Wade shared or not. No, hell no. Come on, Wadey. No, he shared nothing. You'll appreciate this as a person who worked in media. Uh, my friend Karen, who's a longtime photographer, says, During a Razorback game late 90s, I was walk- walking the end zone, two cameras, two lenses, one being a 400 millimeter on a monopod. Cobb says to me, that's an awfully big camera, sweetie. You sure you know how to use that thing? I said, you sure you know how to use your gun? That's pretty funny. Uh, Lee says, Houston game. I was in the hospital at St. Vincent. I requested a room so I could see the stadium lights. I was able to listen to Paul and Rick call the game. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, 1975, Alan Dobbins says, The immortal Teddy Barnes catching a TD pass yep. between two Texas A&M All-Americans beat the number two team in the country and then the number one defense in the country. I was there for that one. I'm in the press box, not cheering. <laughs> <laughs> that is always the challenge. Yes. I wish I'd been... You know, I was here in 98. I did not go to the couch game. I wish I'd gone. I remember I was watching on TV. I lived in my crappy little apartment over in West Little Rock and mm. uh, should have gone. Didn't milk my KTV... Uh, uh, connections very well then. No. I'll tell you one one quick non-war memorial story about not cheering was that I was covering uh, Arkansas in the uh, basketball in the final Elite Eight in Charlotte uh, in 1991. In 90, we'd gone to the Final Four with Mayberry Day and Miller as sophomores. They were juniors. Everybody thought we'd go back. So the first game of the Elite Eight, we win. And in that game, Todd Day steals the ball and comes around and just slams it. And then he circles back around in front of press row. And you see me standing up with both fists above my head, screaming yay for the Hogs. Well, they used that clip to promote the Arkansas-Kansas final all weekend long. <laughs> 
Good job, Bass. Thought you weren't supposed to be cheering. Oops. Uh oh. Jonathan says tailgating with Jennings Osborne, five dollar barbecue, oh. winning free tickets off Magic One Hundred Five, spin the wheel, and kicking the tail off the kitties from LSU. Yep. Those are good memories. Jennings Osborne, those those Flintstone oh. ribs. I remember coming out there and I'm like, this is how much? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you feed a family of six and it's five bucks. It's ridiculous. That right. was awesome. Uh, John says, great moment, 98. Arkansas, Tim Couch led Kentucky, led to Mike Leach stating Little Rock was the loudest place, and we played that clip earlier today. And uh, obviously that's a great memory. It's good to have Mike Leach talking about Little Rock. The red, white, you know, when they did the red and white out with the little blue corner section, that was the 9-11 tribute. That was uh, was impressive. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, A lot of people talk about the Houston-Arkansas game. The tailgating part. Um, You got got an opinion or a feel on what... uh, What's going to happen after Arkansas State? About after Arkansas starts playing Arkansas State? When they play them in a couple of years, that's the last year of the contract. You think they'll keep it going? I think they'll keep it going. You do? I think I think your check's all about it. I mean, I, I and I'm glad. I'm glad we're playing all the in-state teams in, in baseball, basketball, and I'm glad we're playing Arkansas State. It should have happened before. I understand Broyles, but I think that was short-sighted. All right, you want to win? 661-1037. We'll do a uh, trivia question on the other side. Yes? Guadney Chevrolet right now has got great deals throughout the month of August. And look, there's only a couple days left, and you know they want to make some deals between now and the end of the month. So you got them right where you want them. You're going to get a great deal at Guadney Chevrolet. 1.9% financing on the Equinox. Great deals on the Silverado. $6,000 off some of those trucks. Up to $9,000 off other Silverados. Go to the website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. You can see all the deals that I'm talking about right now. And don't forget, old cell phones sitting in a drawer somewhere it is not worthless take it to guatney chevrolet they'll give you five hundred dollars off your down payment for a new vehicle it's happening for the rest of the month a couple more days to act head to the gregory street exit in jacksonville and see our friends at guatney chevrolet dennis winston dirt winston knocking heisman winner anthony davis out that i think that did happen my memory was him knocking hayden out of the back of the end zone but yeah and that was just unbelievable. I mean, they were the anointed USC, you know, Trojans, and we just really abused them. Was the Stanford game there, or was it at Fayetteville? It was there. That was uh, that was, was the old uh, Raiders was, quarterback. That was nineteen. It was Jim Plunkett. Plunkett, thank you. That's the answer to the trivia question that I was going to ask. So okay, I'll come up with a new trivia you question. You just threw that up. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's get-in-gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. 
Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio All right, the the seasoned Kelly Bass is with us. We were walking down memory lane, and I stole this trivia question. By the way, uh, check out the Museum of Discovery soon, and we'll give you a plug on a couple things to look forward to there in a second. Let's give away some tickets to the Razorback game, Kelly. Okay. So I was just arg- not arguing, but I hearing a guy talk about how we used to be great back in you know the, all these years we were in the top ten and all this stuff. I so said we were in the Southwest Conference, guy. You know we, we weren't getting beat by Alabama every year and losing to you know Georgia and LSU, and they're not going to be in the top ten if that happens. He disagreed with me, but anyway, I said you know we had SMU and they were terrible. We had Rice, TCU was awful. We beat them from like for like from 1958 to 1984. We beat them every year. Rice Owls came into War Memorial Stadium in the mid-70s, or early to mid-70s, and they beat Arkansas. And famously, their coach apparently threw a big hissy fit at, at halftime, threw a chair and said, we can beat these guys, and they came out and did it. Who was the Rice Owls coach? He coached there from 72 to 75. He had a 15-27 and 27 record. Who was the <laughs> coach of the Rice Owls when they beat Arkansas at War Memorial in the mid-70s? All right, hmm. that's, that's pretty obscure. Gary? Wow. <laughs> Um, I have no idea. Gary, I don't either. I'm going to have to move quickly, so I apologize. Stevie P already gave up. Michael gave up. Tessa. Any idea, Tessa? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. He doesn't have an idea. She doesn't have an idea. I don't have an idea. Welcome to the zone. What's your name? John. John, you got an answer? Yes, Al Conover. Al Conover it was. I can't say I was going to pull that one out of a hat. Whatever happened to him? Not much. I imagine. I, after going, he was four seasons, he resigned to enter private business. Hmm. Um, you know, he's at Rice. Maybe he got hooked up with some rich person. I surely. don't know. But yeah, he threw a chair at halftime, and they made a big stink, and they came out and beat us in the second half. And we lost to Rice. Son of a gun. Tomorrow, we're back in the studio. Got some great guests coming in, so stay uh, with us here. Out of Bounds coming up next. At 30 seconds, tell them what's going on. Museum of Discovery suffered a terrible flood in the cold spell of uh, Valentine's Week of 21. We had a boiler on the roof broke, ruined 70 exhibits in two galleries. Two and a half years later, we're getting close. First of November, we will be opening, I think it's November 11th, if everything goes well, 78 new exhibits in the Museum of Discovery open November 11th, replacing the ones that got killed more than two and a half years ago. I love that. Well, we'll do something the week of. Yeah, we will. And, uh, Thank plug you. For, that. Thank you. Yeah, Kelly, good seeing you, buddy. Thank you. Thanks a lot. See you at the stadium this weekend. Go Hogs. Don't rely on tickets out front. Get them in advance. <laughs> got them. 1258. Uh, stay tuned. Out of bounds. Coming up next on the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard.